Sorry, y'all. We we couldn't we couldn't deprive y'all from the greatness, so we're back for part two. So this is the part two of Latina, baby. The you know the part two, because I feel like the, the conversation we're having is so necessary that I don't want to shortchange it. So I'm trying to make sure y'all get everything we're discussing, and I want y'all to really like understand from the perspectives of like where we're coming from. So. So we're gonna we're gonna keep this combo going because it's just that fire. Like y'all missed a little all cut. We had a little all camera combo that was real, real sentimental. Had a thug nigga chanting a thug tear and shit or whatever. Nah, we gotta bring it to you. We can't take it from him. We gotta give it to him. All right, so we're gonna talk about it. So. background like i literally my homegirl was taking a podcast course her being in marketing and i literally went into her course and seeing the key essentials and like a lot of what they were asking for something i did based off my experience in customer service and just being a talker and literally i was just like yo like talk to people like you would talk to your homegirl like let it be a like i always shoot a podcast episode like it's a conversation with that person and i where like the world just gets to listen on how our our, our genuine exchanges like that's really how i feel Nah, this is so dope, man. This is so dope. And this needs to get picked up by all, all. Yo, and let me tell you, I learned all of my great necessities to understanding to keeping a dynamic and an audience and understanding my tone. Amanda Sills. So salute to the queen Amanda Sills, yo. She's, y'all know I, I'm an Amanda Sills stan, but like, She's one of the main reasons why I really jumped into this podcast. Like, I was one of those kids that always got talked about their they report cards. The one that always was quick to snap back to make an adult stand in their tracks. Like, if you're going to try me, I'm going to try you. And I'm going to try you with facts. So, come at me harder. Like, so, shout out to Amanda for showing that being an educated girl who might, who might be quick with her wit. There's room for us out here, too. There's room for us out here, too. So, here we are. Shout out. Shout out to Amanda. You got Amanda, but yo, I got you, bro. When I do my podcast, I do my little YouTube. Yo, I've only been on, like, I've been on a live before. Like, somebody had me on a live, but I've never done nobody's podcast or, like, nobody's channel. They're like, yo, no, 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 we need to get you on because we know that shit about to would be fire. I'm like, baby. The entertainment, the life being given would be everything. But nah, I deadass appreciate you. Clarissa's been a, a, a very big supporter since day one. Like, one of the first people to give me constructing criticism when I released my first season and my first ever episode of Don't Doubt a Queen back in 2020. So, like, she's been riding with me on this ride, okay? I want y'all to think she just, you know what I'm saying? But it was just long overdue to have her tap in. And given that I've always wanted to not just, you know, y'all know I'm big on not just black culture, but minorities and being a woman, whether you're being queer or woman or, you know, being somebody of another part of minority descent, everybody has a voice and everybody deserves a, a chance to express it. So if, as long as it's the underdog, they're going to forever be on Just Be Real Podcast because on air, we keep it real. Period. Mm. Mm. 
So that's just that's just that's just what we do. But we're gonna jump back into this real quick or whatever. So given that it's always the debate that Caribbean islands, such as like, you know, the Dominican Republic included, alongside Puerto Rico, Cuba, that are Spanish oriented countries are often left out of the Caribbean recognition because of that. Why do you feel it's a divide from countries like Jamaica, Grenada, Trinidad, etc.? Even Hawaii gets more respect than we do. Man, it's a lack of understanding, bro. It's a lack of knowing your history. Like, you have to, and again, it goes back to that separation tactic that they use. There's no separation. Bro, the separation that they use is a messed up one because all it is is who conquered what. Dominican Republic and Haiti are separated because the French took over Haiti and the Spaniards took over the island of the Dominican Republic, which is not the island because that's just one side of it. <laughs> Clearly, they weren't successful to get 100%. So, like, the separation part of it is just who took over what. In Jamaica, it was the people from England, African took over. That's why, you know, they talk, they're speaking, they speak English, but it's just like, you know, like, the parts of, like, you know, all of that is just, like... Dialects. Spanish dialects. And look, and the language, that's not even our language. Like, Spanish is not our language, bro. English is not our language, bro. We were talking, all of us understood each other before this. Before all of these people, universal language. Before the 1500s, all of us in the Arawak Islands, all of us in the Arawak Islands understood each other. And before they came over, the ships and shit that they brought over there, whatever, that was not the first time that we freaking see ships. They lying. They lied to us. They still lied to us. We've been coming from Dominican Republic, what they, the so called Dominican Republic. We've been coming all the way up to New York on canoes and boats to freaking trade all the stuff that we traded at that time. We have people from Africa, from the west coast of Africa, coming to the islands before the, um, the 1500s when Christopher Columbus went over there. Who you think navigated him to come over there? You oh, that he was he thought he was bumping into India and all of this. Bro, they lied. They lied. That's all. That's all. Of, that's all a lie. It's all a fit. If you really look it up, we've been been traveling the world. We've been on boats. We, we canoe is a word that is a Taino. Yeah, about to say that's an indigenous so, word. It's, it's an indigenous Taino word. Tobacco is an indigenous word. All of these words that we use in regular language right now. That's how you know. But you know what I learned by live, us living in White Plains? A lot of what I can always give White Plains respect is they still give the indigenous, like, Quarapa Street, Algonquin Way. Like, they still give credit to those that were before. Because a lot of people don't know White Plains. Is what, a lot, White Plains, if y'all don't know, I'm going to tell y'all now because y'all be so quick to say that White Plains is not city or White Plains is not this. White Plains is the first ever recognized area to make the United States the United States, okay? To make the state of New York even be existent because the Battle of Battle Hill, where I used to say I had to trudge up to get wherever in 1776, is what made and sustained New York a state. So never get it twisted. White Plains is very vital to y'all culture. There would be no NYC without White Plains. Know that. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Hence why all the streets are, are named after indigenous people. Majority of them, like Quarapa Street, because where the Supreme Courthouse is, is on Quarapa Street, because they still, the Quarapas tribe is what was living in White Plains before the freaking foreigners came to overtake White Plains to colonize it. The Quarapas tribe is what the people that were there in White Plains, hence why it's on a main street 
on a main road where ironically their Supreme Court, the state, the the state Supreme Court, not even that, the country Supreme Court is held. Because you're people like DMX Marilyn Jones that went there for the because it is a Supreme Court house. That's literally across the street from a projects where my old church is, my Baptist church. That's a coincidence to y'all? No, not one to me. It's a fallacy and a lie to depict a depiction of bullshit that's not the true reality. But we're not going to go there right now. Man, we, yo, we need to talk. We need a part of the Okay? Let's just talk about history. That, that, listen. You know, I'm Shadow band too. I'm not gonna hold you. I be shadow band because I don't. I be talking I too be much shit. Band, you know how I be posting. Yeah, and you know how I be posting on my podcast, so you know that I be shadow band, my nigga. Yes, they don't. They don't want to hear us. But the more they don't want to hear us, like like you were saying, like a lot of uh, okay, because nigga, I'm gonna cause a ruckus. I'm gonna cause a ruckus in this parlay. I'm gonna cause a ruckus, invited or uninvited. I'm gonna be the debut, baby. The creme de la creme. Don't get it twisted. But like you were saying, like a lot of people in the culture don't try to, you know, differentiate the fact of you know the Taínos or like you know the African descent that that's within the culture. But most Latinx people do not deem themselves to have African descent. But you have like Amara la Negra, Celia Cruz, and many others who say they are Afro Latina. Why is there an urgent disassociation to be a part of the black diaspora? Because that's literally a part of the black diaspora. Like every every Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, you know, uh, freaking uh, Antigua, everything, uh, they're all a part of the African diaspora. So to sit here and try to disassociate yourself from such history is like, why? You know where that comes from? And I feel like, honestly, I feel like it's getting better. I feel like it's getting better. I feel like people are getting Because you have people like Amara La Negra that's out here like... Yes. Yes, that's filling you in. And Afro-Latino, is a, it's a, that's a new concept. That's mm-hmm. been out more than 10 years. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we have all of these people, but we have Celia Cruz, like you said. That's been... This is part of our culture. Like, it's instilled in our culture. Sammy Davis Jr. was Dominican. Come on now. 
there's so many people, so many people that is like, um, but then we have people like Sam Sosa that just like, hello, <laughs> you see my face? But you see what you just said? The dark you are and your melanin more to self-hate. I per this is my perspective when it comes to this African diaspora. And I'm not saying this as having black heritage, which is part of literally because I celebrate Kwanzaa, to, you know, my Hispanic heritage and, and Italian heritage where it's like, you know, I'm celebrating Christmas Eve and I don't celebrate Christmas where there's a quinceanera, but there's a sweet 16 type vibe. Like, I'm literally in the middle. Like, I see both perspectives. Given my skin tone, maybe able to pass more so on each spectrum, whether it be for light skin because I'm more lighter skin and yellow, where I might have more privilege than my parents because it worked to my favor in black. The same way it might not work for me in Puerto Rican culture, but because, you know, in general, I have what's, you know, lighter than my father. It might be more of a, you know, a, 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 a double standard. I feel like when it comes to the African diaspora, when it comes to Latinas, the Latinx community, the same way they do the brown paper back test, the darker the berry, to me, the darker the problem is how I feel. So the darker the berry, to me, is how I say that is the darker the problem. Because the darker you are, the more of the controversy, the bigots, the, you know, social, economic, stereotypical ideologies are placed against you because, you know, the whole Sambo movement or you being, you know, slave, the house nigga and the field nigga type vibes. When in reality, you trying to say the field nigga is more than one person you got to worry about when the house nigga is the one preparing your food and that's the one that actually has more access to be able to fuck you up. Like, you're not thinking about how the house nigga knows that they're a house nigga, but you're their parent and they're still being treated like they're part of the field nigga crew. Like, that's what I feel like is the darker you're, the darker you are, the darker the problem. And the darker the problem is, the darker of the solution to be able to find the you to bring out that negative to be able to develop that picture. That's how I see it. Yo, but you know what's crazy? In this world, right? And you're really right. I, I, I completely see where you're coming from. But if you really realize, like, you know, where you are in the on this universe, right? We're in a planet that is ruled by the sun. Everything is ruled by the sun here. You know what I'm saying? Nothing grows without the sun, right? And the darker you are, the luckier you, the luckier you are, bro. To be in, because all of this, is, we're all spirits, right? We're all spirits. Facts, 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 facts. We're facts. all spirits. And our bodies is just like a vehicle to get through this planet. You know what I'm saying? The fact you call it the vehicle, I'm over here laughing on the inside because I was watching... <laughs> The death of the 90s docuseries on, on Hulu. And it was talking about how, like, these people that were a part of a spiritual cult called them bot their bodies vehicles. That's why I'm laughing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a fact, though. Listen, listen. Look, look. Follow me. Tune-ups, maintenance, oil changes, all that shit is necessary. You know what I'm saying? Car wash. The gas that you put in your vehicle is going to let you the, know how far... Sis, don't go there, sis. Don't go there. They're not ready for that. They're not ready for that conversation. Yo, we're going to come back. We're going to spin the block. We're going to spin the block. We're going to spin the block. 
right? And the the um the, the darker that your skin is, the more prepped you are to live in this world, bro. Like it's just it is what it is, and the more connected you are to nature, the more melanin you have is the more uh, ability you have to uh, open up your third eye. You know what I'm saying? Like to get that synapse to go all the way up, so you can really see and take your freaking um the blindfolds off that they had on us. The third eye is really the first eye. I don't want to get too. They not ready, sis. You gotta chill, sis. They not ready. They not ready. They not ready. They not ready. I don't know where the conversation is going, but if people only knew, you know what I'm saying? And once you know these, or once you study this, once you know this, that's how you could really learn to love yourself. You know what I'm saying? Really love who you are. And not that, okay, darker is better, lighter is this, or this, you know what I'm saying? But it's, that is a fact, though. That, I'm not just saying that just to say it. That is an actual fact. Like, if you know where you're living, all right, now, if you're going to live in freaking uh, another planet that I don't know about, Maybe being green is what you need to be to live. Okay, because you're green to society as is. So just join the color that attributes to your personality, bitch. You feel okay? Okay, you feel me? If people want to just educate themselves, man, and really figure out what's really going on. All of this and all of yo, all of this will be just like, man, like we could really be talking about how how to really like. Awesome fucking email my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we... Let's just buy Twitter one day. Bro. (laughs) Yo, yo, yo. What do I know? What do you know? What would you know? My thoughts are this. The darker, the darker the melanin, the deeper the root. Period. That's what you need to. That's when you need to find your origins, because that's that's literally where they came from, beloved. And scene. So, what does Afro Latinx mean to you, and why are people quick to claim Latinx descent when it comes to displaying their desire to connect when they may be of mixed ethnicity? Because you got people who are not giving me. We know I am of mixed ethnicity, most ethnicity, but you're not gonna always to me like, oh. Puerto Rico, oh, Italy, oh, black, oh, black pride, let me just go ahead, whatever. It's kind of just like, I know or I favor one more over the other. It's literally like, June's my month. You have Italy, Italian, you know, pride, you have fucking Juneteenth, you got fucking Puerto Rico. Like, June is my month to celebrate all aspects of me, which comprise of me. When you have people that are like, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, or I'm da-da-da-da, the whole time, they have no true lineage to know where the fuck their family came from. You're like, oh, where your family come from? From Puerto Rico. Oh, they came from someone. What part of someone? There's also someone that's new someone. There's Bayamon. There's, you know, Ponce. Like, what part is your family from? They can't answer. Okay, so but stop trying to... You so quick to want to claim the brown, the brown culture, but don't know shit about the brown struggle. Don't do that shit. Don't know. If you don't know what it means, don't just try to... Because to, to me, I find that shit is disrespectful. So how does that make you feel? When people are willing to just claim the Caribbean culture, but not want to do the Caribbean struggle, the brown struggle. For me, um, see, I, I, deal, I definitely get what you're coming from, especially being Puerto Rican, because Puerto Rican, back in the day, bro, everybody was Puerto Rican. <laughs> Don't front, like, everybody wasn't claiming. They were Puerto Rican in New York. If you know, you know. Back in the day, everybody was saying it was Puerto Rican. I might have said once or twice, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Puerto Rican, all that. <laughs> Back in the day, everybody was Puerto Rican, so I get where you're coming 
for him. Like, don't don't say something you might just to say, and that's it. But I feel like nowadays, like, I'm we way older. Like, somebody that does that, like, bro, what? Like, that's that that's weird. That's a bit weird. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all about, you know, self-realization, self-love, like, knowing who you are. Why the hell would you want to claim something that you're not? That's that's hey everybody got their own priority. That's that's what you like to do. That's what you like to do. But, but I feel like because and I feel like also too because in the dating pool, a lot of black men are more attra- attracted to exotic women, which is them, the Puerto Ricans, the Dominicans, the foreign feet, what they claim as foreign. So claiming that to have that on your resume is like it's a flex. But my nigga, your hair gives a hundred percent African American. So my nigga, what are you trying to say, Puerto Rican? Well. You even got you don't got you even got the back of the neck baby hair. So what the fuck is you talking like? Puerto Rican wear? Cause I know I do them shits. My hairline don't end to the top of my fucking neck. So let me know Puerto Rican motherfucking wear, nigga. Oh, where's your ba- where's your back head baby hairs? If you don't got back head baby hairs, you're not Puerto Rican. If you got a bhbh, you're not a bhbh, my nigga. Fuck out of here. I'm done. Not you. <laughs> Cause my shit give Elder Barge on the back. You feel me? Jessica, yo, you dead ass have a nice or something. This is something in mind because mom, yo, I got these. Yo, when people used to, when I, I swear to y'all, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When people used to come to me like, oh, I, I don't look Dominican like, oh, Dominicans got good hair. I said, well, I know a Dominican that got a perm because her roots be rooting. Girl, like I gotta go to the Dominica the salon in the Bronx because they don't want to gonna get my roof straight. Like because when I say Claudie's roots was more rooting on new girls than my shit, bitch, you got nigga in you. That's a, that was the confirmation that you got nigga in you. You like you like me, you just like her. It's okay. I see you, sis. You see me, I see you. It was like sixty dollars. Yeah, fifty, sixty dollars, no more than that. You get a perm, and you're not supposed to get a perm for six months, right? Right. Six months, you don't get a perm. I moved the motherfucking Cali, and these yo, they try to charge me like for a regular freaking a regular blow dry, like fifty dollars. Oh hell no, we used to twenty dollars, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. 
Shout out to the Claudie, because if y'all don't know Claudie's engaged, I'll show the engaged. She's a fiance. A fiance, like fiance, real fine or whatever. I just want an invitation to the wedding. And y'all know me. I don't do weddings. So for me to ask for an invitation to go to a wedding when I've been invited to so many and I've respectfully declined over 12 years and I've only been to two. Y'all know that must mean I really fuck with if I'm willing to say, like, send me an invitation. I'm coming. I'm coming to the bridal shower. I'm coming to the baby shower. I'm coming to any shower that you want to shower your love with because I'm there. Just send me an invite. That's how you know I fuck with Clarissa. Because y'all know I, I don't do... I don't do major events unless i fuck with you because i really feel like that's sacred like so to be a part of that moment is a blessing that people take for granted so i'm very meticulous about that shit very meticulous but back to what you were saying absolutely and of course bro I, you, of course prepare next year bro marshall man around there i'm not saying nothing but hey they're, they're ready good <laughs> but listen what, what, what i was saying oh yeah the hair right our hair Black girl magic, black girl hair, right? Our hair is something that's very important. And, you know, I'm a Leo. So, and Leo's with our hair is, oh, that's our main. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our Literally like, our main. Hello. Period. Freaking the lie that I had to deal with, with the freaking hair, bro. Being brought up thinking that, you know, if you have, you know, our texture hair, whatever, our type of hair, it was bad. Like, you really feel like there's something wrong with you. Like, and it's not. traumatizing. How the heck, yo, and look, I know our parents didn't know any better. You know, our parents, our grandparents, they didn't know any better. That's just the way it was. But, bro, I, I can never do something like that to my daughter. Like, if God blessed me with a daughter, like, that is traumatizing, bro. It really messed up, like, it messes up your self-esteem. It messes, messes up the way that you feel about something that just grows out of you. Like, what? That's what I'm supposed to do. It grows out of my head. Oh, so look, this is what I was saying. I moved to fucking California. They try to charge me one hundred and twelve dollars for a perm. I was, and then try to tell me you gotta come every three, every two to three months. Nah, you nah, fucking got me fucked up. Nah, nigga, fuck out of here. What are y'all using? Bro, you trying to? It's like you, 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 you think I'm gonna come up? Like they try to play me. You know, I, I. That's one thing about me, bro. Do not try to pay me, especially when it comes to money. Period. Don't, yo, don't, don't try, don't, don't do me, cause I, it's not that. Like you can't. It's gonna be hard for you to do that to me. Come on, come from New York. How you gonna try paying for the money? Come on, now. We're the city. We're the Empire State, my nigga. The Empire State. Like, I ain't coming from no bumfuck little land. Like, come on now. So African, I'm like, oh, 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 okay, like that, like that meme, like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are so I stopped getting perms. And once I stopped getting perms, bro, my hair grew, like, so nicely. Like, I always wanted the, like, nice little, quote-unquote, like, the Spanish curls and that. And I had that the whole time, bro. Me too, girl. We have nice... It's shrinkage, but, bitch, just know there's length behind that shrinkage. It's mid-back, bitch. Don't ever get it twisted. Don't let the shrinkage fool you, bitch. The shrinkage is good. It shows that your hair is healthy. Like, it's a... That's what it's supposed to do, bro. Like... Now listen, I, that was another big thing that led me to, you know, studying my history, studying all of that kind of stuff because the lies, the lies, girl. the lies, it makes no sense. The lies, bro. But man, hair is very important, man. No, knowing, listen, 
But I feel like even with the hair thing, you had people who were like Reagan Gomez and Tatiana Ali that were like of Latinx descent that kind of gave us and let us know that like hair mattered. But let let, let us let you know that we're Afro-Latina too. So like representation matters. Tatiana Ali, Reagan Gomez, like I said before, Haskiri Velasquez, you know, part of Saved by the Bell, Alicia Pascal Peña, who's a part of, you know, Mod and a lot of other things, as well as Maria Lopez, just to name a few, which we know from, you know, Saved by the Bell, are some faces we have had and still have gracing our screens on a regular basis. How do you think the trajectory of having this rep representation on screens, as well as government influencers that we also now have in, in major places, authors, etc., are vital to the growth of the Latinx community? Bro, it's so important, like, representation and actually seeing you, hearing you, hearing people that sound like you, that look like you, it just gives you that, it gives you that, um, that strength, it, it kind of gives you that, what's the word I'm looking for? It just empowers it's, it's It's pretty much like a, a, a momentum, but kind of like a passion push to let you know, like, embrace you. Like, you could do it. Yes, yes. Like, embrace you, embrace oh. all parts of you, because I was literally sitting in a space where I wasn't known, and now you're, you're saying my name on a podcast as if I have been here and earned some stripes. And you have, and you have. Though. I love Haskitty. Haskitty, I love, and Alicia Pena, I love her, too. Like, and Mario Lopez is one of few I, that was a staple you know, in me? the Latinx culture, for real, to me, on TV. Yo. Big facts, big facts. For me, I, I really like, I love seeing people like Dasha Polanco. You know, she was mm. um, in a, uh, what's that's called? In my head, that's my Dominican Black. wife in my head. My Dominican wife. No. I, a whole I big thing of sofrito just sitting in a sitting in a sitting in a thing on a plate just sitting there waiting for you to taste it. Sofrito. Y'all know what sofrito is? Go look it up. And it's not sofrito. Sofrito. You got to say it right. Sofrito. Sofrito. You got you to want to spin on it. Sofrito. Bro, people like her, just like, um, you know. I know it's been a lot of people, but for me, like, all right, we had, um, you know, we've had, all right, so we've always had, for me, and this is just what, what my perspective of things, right? Everybody got their own perspective. But we've always had, like, Mexican culture has been very prevalent. You know what I'm saying? It has been... Selena. Selena. You know what I'm saying? Shout-outs to them. Shout-outs to all... To, you know what I'm saying? But when I... And then we had a lot of Puerto Ricans, too. Puerto Ricans was out. Like, it was it was a thing. Big party, I mean... You know all these people. Hello. So, the main thing, it wasn't, we wasn't out like that yet. Out. Or Panamanians, because Tatiana Ali was Panamanian. Like... Yes. Or, or, or other coaches. And now other coaches is coming up too. And people from their, you know, um, countries are out, you know, on the scene, you know, famous or whatever. Period. And I feel like Homeboy who played in uh, Black and White for uh, Colin Kaepernick, he's 100% Dominican. Homeboy that played in uh, Colin Kaepernick, Joy, he's 100% Dominican. He was also in Vampires versus the Bronx. With my girl Coco Jones. Y'all know I love me some Coco Jones. And Coco was playing a Haitian of Haitian descent in the in the movie. Like he's hundred percent Dominican. And I'm like, yo, much respect, my king. Like you played a whole half and half person. You are literally from 
Straight, your family's straight from Dole, you know, Republica Dominicana. Like, I respect that shit. Like, you're putting on for the culture. And if you think about it, that's all the Dominican is, though. <laughs> Black, white, and native. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right, but that's, I'm, look, I'm not Dominican, so I can't say that. So I'm going to stay in my lane. So, given that that's where you're adding your take on that, and I feel like, like we were just speaking, the the culture and the Hispanic and, and the recognition from people like Tatiana Ali and, you know, Reagan Gomez, you know, Afro-Latinas to where we have, like I said, Haskiri, and, you know, we have Maria Lopez. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like we're getting that, you know, the Latinx community, and I say Latinx just to be universally correct because everybody doesn't identify in the same aspect. Um, how do you feel like, where do you see it going now for the future and how it's going to build for us to be more of like, like I just said that in 2045, Hispanics are ruling pretty much majority of the culture and the numbers outside of us black folks, like on the scale to make the whites feel inferior, which is why they're trying to wipe us out now. You see what I'm saying? Like, so how, how does that make you feel to know that a lot of majority is going to be in your hands to be in a space that was never really meant for you from the beginning anyway? I feel like, um, I mean, it's great that we've grown in, 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 uh, in recognition, you know, people um, uh, embracing, like you said, their culture and being able to take it further than than we ever imagined, you know what I'm saying? Coming to a country that is not technically ours and really being able to dominate, being second, first generation, second generation children and being able to dominate, you know, in sports, not all the way in the movie arena and stuff like that, but hey, we're we getting up there, we're we showing you know, the the normal, like the white. You had Roberto Clemente. Are you kidding me? Roberto Clemente? Yo, come on now. Like, That's we, we historic right there. What are you talking about? Hello, hello. I mean, when it comes to sports, you know, we, we black and brown, we, we, we bull that. Come on now. Okay, period. Know. And like, like they expect us to do, we always dominate in that shit. We I'm gonna need the Celtics to dominate. I'm gonna need the Celtics to dominate in this fucking seventh game so we can go to the finals. I'm just putting it out there in the atmosphere. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all? And y'all know I've been a diehard Celtics fan since middle school. Clarissa will tell you my lot. My number on the team was 32 because of Paul Pierce, my nigga. My number was 32 because of Paul Pierce in fucking 2002. Don't get it twisted because he was 32 before he got to the Celtics. Stop playing with me. He was 32 when I was on, when he was on the Celtics. I don't play about that number. Like, let's play with somebody else and play with me. I remember that jersey, too. I love them colors, though. Green and yellow, like, that, that shit flies. So. It was fly. That shit fly. Why they stopped, I don't know, but I need that. I need y'all to run that shit. Run that shit the fuck back, Holiday. Run it back. Run it back, Holiday. Wait, they don't have those colors no more? No, they've been stopped, but now it's just, like, uh, green, black, and white. They took the yellow out, my nigga, because of the Supersonics. When it's before the Supersonics got devol- dissolved in Seattle. Oh, 
Because remember, that remember Kevin Durant was originally traded to the Sonics before he went to where he was at because the Sonics were a team before it got dissolved in 08. I think like 08 or 09, some shit like that. Okay, okay, learn something new every day. Nigga, you a baller. You should be able to be on top of this shit. What's wrong with you? I never really kept up with this. Clearly, I want y'all to know, okay? I'm going to tell y'all some shit that Clarissa and I am going to tell you. Clarissa was number 30. I'm going to prove it to y'all because I have the pictures back in the day from middle school. Clarissa was number 30, right? And to me, 30 was funny that she was number 30 because, like, on some real shit, like, 30, there was no other, there was no number technically lower than hers outside of, like, the point guards. And she was, like, a guard. So, like, this shit was funny because she was number 30. So, Chris used to always wear this fucking Nike hand, headband all the time because, like I said, she used to get perms. So, that nigga had to try to hold her roots together as much as possible. We used to play. And he used to always have a sweatband on her wrist and her head to be able to catch all that sweat. Because the bitch knew when perm time was coming. Period. But I think that shit was funny because I want y'all to know, when it comes to a person who has a fucking shot in the arc, my nigga, y'all heard what I said, in the arc. A shot in the arc. Outside of the arc, Damn near half court, Clarissa fillets that shit, bitch. <laughs> Always had a three-point shot. Yo, coach would be asking Clarissa to go into the paint to shoot. She would miss it. But put that bitch on the arch, though. She's she's hitting these threes like it's nothing. So don't let Clarissa go act like she wasn't nobody on the game. Like she heard she wasn't on, in the game. Really just crossing bitches up and hitting threes on a regular when we were in middle school. Middle school, my nigga. Middle school. Okay. Good times. Good fucking times, bro. Man. Like, Clarissa would get the ball, dribble down the court, and stop at the arc and just hit it. Like, and it'd be nobody else there. Like, because she was like, she already knew her strengths. And she already knew that I was going to come down in the paint anyway. It was going to be me or Bianca elbowing somebody and fucking put that shit the fuck back up. Period. <laughs> And when y'all look at that school picture, just remember we were 12 in this picture, 12, 13 in this picture. Y'all see our fucking coaches and y'all look at the last back row where me, Clarissa, Bianca, and the rest of us are all standing. Why are we almost damn near looking like grown women compared to these women? And we're literally 12 and 13 years old. Damn near that height. Real shit. Bad ass, that's crazy. So true. But Clarissa was a trainer and left me freshman year. So fuck Clarissa on that part. Because we went to high school and that bitch left me for dead. But we not gonna talk about it. And I got the school pictures to prove it. Like I had like I'm a Virgo. I have my proof. So don't ever question my shit. I have my proof. Clarissa left us for dead came high school okay <laughs> she was nowhere there when we needed her ass in the arch she was nowhere there you wasn't gonna be shooting in the gym it was a perm girl it was a perm girl <laughs> but before we wrap up it's been such a pleasure chatting it up reconnecting letting the people know about the culture but like is there anything that you go by that's like a b-roll bomb Something that you go by on your day to day to allow you to just move through life on on, on more of a higher plane to just be your best self. Man, just um, meditation is key, man. If you if everybody could try to meditate at least once a day in the morning, 
affirmations in the mornings, man. Making sure that you freaking um that you love yourself. And look, one thing that I know for sure, depression is real, mental illness is real. Facts, yeah. been there, done that. Yo, for real. The key to freaking depression, bro. I mean, the answer to depression is gratefulness. So when you're feeling down, say five things you're grateful for, and then simple as thank you for um my eyes, thank you for being able to see, thank you for being able to Facts. feel, to hear. As simple as that. If you're sleeping on a bed, thank you for being on that bed. If you got a pillow with a pillowcase, be grateful for that pillowcase. Be grateful you got sheets. Say that. Be grateful you got a roof over your head. You know what I'm saying? It's very simple. If you go outside and you got if you go outside and you're looking for your car keys, be grateful you got a car, bro. Come that on. part. Like it, it, it's very simple, but we make it very difficult. Once we leave the house, the world, you know, it, like it's like the world's against you. So once you go home, make sure that's your sanctuary, bro. Like if you're living with people, if you're living with, with a man, your girl, your wife, your husband, your mom, your dad. Keep your house a sanctuary. It's a cold world out there. And when you come back home, make sure that, you know, you're grateful that you're back. Before you leave, say bye and say you love your people because, man, look what just happened with these with these kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a cold world, bro. And they, they trying their hardest. They trying their best to keep us down, to keep us in fear. And, um, you know, live with no fear, bro. Live with no, with no, with no regret. Um... And love on yourself, bro. Just, just keep love on top. Love on top. Y'all heard that here. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed. I mean, I've enjoyed. Y'all can tell I enjoyed because it's me. But this is the episode Latina. Let's all try incorporating nationalities actively. Have my good sis, Kaladi Love here joining me. Nothing but love, nothing but light. But I just wanted to hit y'all off with this to go ahead and kind of let y'all know that, you know, we not in this struggle alone. Our brown sisters and we all literally in this together. And as Amanda always still says, always say, we are each other's business and don't forget it. As I say on air, let's keep it real. And like I always tell y'all, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. I'll catch y'all on the flip. Peace.